Hey, welcome back to the Fadi Show podcast. Uh, this is your host, Fadi Show. That is my legal name. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, however, we have a great episode ahead of us. A lot of bullshit going on in this world. A lot of bullshit. No, but how are you guys doing? Before we get to the bullshit, how are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing terrific. I'm feeling very, very, very chatty. Feeling very chatty. So we're going to talk shit. We're going to talk shit about uh, the events of the world. I'm going to just take another sip of my coffee over here. How are you guys liking the audio quality, by the way? I got the I got the focus right scarlet now. So uh, we have some uh, sublime audio quality. I don't even know if that's the right use of that term. Sublime. But there you go. There you have it. Yeah. I'm wearing some shorts today. Got the dog is out per usual. It'd be insane to make do a podcast with socks on at home. No, maybe if I got a studio. What if I what if I just upgrade into a, like a whole studio? That'd be so cool. I just had shelves in the back and lights with sponsorships in the back. Please, please, somebody sponsor this podcast. We need a sponsor. We need something. We need something. Because, uh, you know, we have we have our a Patreon, you know, if you guys want to do that. But we don't got that. We need sponsorships. We need money. We, I, I need it. Because I want to get a new camera. I'm so sick and tired of the bullshit of this camera. I'm always shutting off after 30 minutes. I've had enough of it. It's time for a change. It's time for us as a people. As a people of the Fadi Show podcast, to make a change and get a better camera. Better camera. I mean, I did upgrade with the whole, you know, getting a camera at all, a DSLR, compared to, you know, recording on a Mac. So that's good. And I got a little background, a little backdrop with a little beach. Just <laughs> the simplest. Um, but that's not, that's, not, that's not the point of the podcast, to have, you know... The point of the podcast is um, talk shit about any and everybody. And, um, yeah. I also know that, uh, I also know that uh, I have some acquaintances listening to the podcast. So I have to, I have to cool it down a little bit. I have to tone it down. You know who you are. All of you. There's like 50 people. Totally on YouTube watching the podcast, and then we have we have um, some more people watching it, you know, on the streaming platforms, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts, and all that. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, we're just gonna brainstorm, per usual, per usual. We're just gonna brainstorm the events. I mean, shit, just things, things and stuff, things and stuff. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I ask for the third time in two minutes. Um, let's see. What do we have? Oh, yeah. Instagram threads. This whole... Uh, I don't... Everybody's saying, oh, you got to get on threads. It's a new app. You know what it's like with new apps. You know, you'll gain a following really fast and then you can make money. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind with the three apps that I do have to keep up with. YouTube. Instagram. TikTok. 
I've given up on Twitter. I've given up on Twitter. I like Twitter, but I've given up trying to post content on there because it doesn't reach anywhere. It doesn't get anywhere. Maybe, maybe later on, maybe later on the algorithm of it will change and it'll be more like, you know, TikTok where things can actually, you know, matter when you post. But right now they don't. If you post on Twitter, it's just going into the void, just on a server that no one's going to read. No one's reading your tweets. No one's ever reading your tweets. That's just for yourself. That's, that's your diary. That's a high security diary. That's how bad the algorithm is on, on Twitter. It's like you're putting it in a vault 30 miles underground and you have just a task force guarding it. That's how well protected and private your tweets are if you post publicly. So, you know, I just, uh, I just don't see a Twitter algorithm really doing anything for content. I just, you know, I, I think I have like almost 2,000 followers on Twitter. I post a tweet. I get one like and it's me. It's me. I'm liking my own tweets. You know why? I like what I had to say. Of course, I'm going to like my own tweets. I wouldn't have tweeted it if I didn't like what I had to say. So I'm also going to click the like button because it looks kind of sad without any likes. It gets even sadder when you click the one like and you see my name under my own tweet. But, you know, it is what it is. Don't click the don't click the one like. It's me. It's definitely me. Um, other than that, man. Yeah, that Instagram threads. Um, shit. I just don't feel like getting on it. I'll be so mad if this becomes like a huge, the next big app. But I just know that all the type of privacy, like breaches that they have, they just collect all sorts of data on you. Just through your microphone, through your camera, like it's OD. It's so much that they just harvest. They literally farm you. They farm you for, you're like a farm for data. And you sign up and they just collect everything. Also, you cannot delete your Threads account without deleting your Instagram account. So when you sign up for Threads, or like when you log into Threads, you cannot delete it without also, because it's connected with your Instagram when you uh, make an account, or when you log in, you download the app. So if you delete it, it's going to delete your Instagram account. And what if I don't want to be on Threads? They're like, no, it's a 360 deal. It's literally a 360 deal. You're in it for life. They're taking everything. Yeah. So uh, I'm not interested in threads. I'm not inter- it's literally just Twitter, except better algorithm. And people are gonna- but just for now, it's always the case in the beginning of apps. You know, your content is being pushed out to people, and then as soon as as soon as they get like enough people on it, they're just gonna be like, no, nobody else is seeing your stuff. If you if you caught the train, you caught it. You got a little following. That's cool. That's all nice, fine and dandy. But after that, it's like, all right, we put a cap on it. You garnered 2,000 followers. All right, that's enough. That is enough. Let's put a stop to you. And also, it's just censorship. And the type of shit that I be saying, they're not going to like it. They're going to remove my account immediately. And also, if I, since I say a lot of bullshit for the sake of comedy... Um, if they, if they flag my threads account, they're flagging my Instagram account because they're connected. So, um, I don't need another outlet, another medium to get strikes on. 
So I already get so many posts taken down from my Instagram story. I just be talking shit on my Instagram story. I think one time I said, because I knew I wasn't going to get invited to Rock Nation brunch. Because, um, you know, they only invite black people. And I'm kind of black, but I don't know why they don't. So I don't know why. I don't know why they're not inviting me. However, I, I, as a joke, I put on my story. Since I won't get invited to Rock Nation brunch, I'm just going to send in a bomb threat next time. They, <laughs> I'm just going to send in a bomb threat next time to have one. And for some reason, that that got taken down. Obviously, it's a joke. Obviously, it's just me being a little a little funny. You can be a little funny. That's okay. No, they took it down. They're like, that went against our guidelines. Your guidelines don't allow for jokes, and it makes your app terrible. That's just my two cents. That's just my two cents. That's just my pennies on it. That's how I feel. But if you're on threads, you know, have fun. You know, have fun. Um, they're taking you. They're ransacking you. They're taking you for everything that you got. Every little detail about yourself, they know it. That's theirs now. You belong to them. You're a little, you're Mark's little bitch. <laughs> you're, you're Mark's little, 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 little pussy bitch. Mark Zuckerberg. Never liked that name. Never liked that name. Never liked that lizard's name. How do we feel about that that lady uh, on that airplane talking about seeing a lizard man? What was what was that all about? You guys know what I'm talking about? The whole that guy right there is not real, and it's like she's just pointing at like a dude in a hoodie. And I don't know if she was tripping off of acid, whatever the fuck it was, but she was crying, being hysterical. Oh. Shocker, woman on a plane is hysterical. <laughs> White woman on a plane causing a ruckus. Shocker. <laughs> no, but um and now conspiracy theories are just popping up. It's like he was he was blinking sideways or like horizontally. Like his eyes, I don't know. And apparently that that warrants for you to be a lizard. I mean, what if you're handicapped? What if you're just handicapped? But your handicap is just blinking horizontally. What if he was a handicapped lady? Maybe he is real. He got real problems, real life problems. I'm not going to lie. She was, I would. Would. <laughs> would. Would. She was she was a she was a little curvy, that lady on the plane. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Wood. I just hit my elbow. That was way too enthusiastic. She wasn't that curvy. Chill out. Relax. It's just that dog in me, guys. It's just that dog. That dog. That dog. Every time me and my homie in LA, my homie Angelo, every time we would see a dog. Just walking, we would just yell at the dog owner. Like, this was so stupid. I don't know why we did this bit. But every time we saw a dog, somebody walking with their dog, we would just, like, point at the dog and very obnoxiously just go, Hey, look at the doggo. Look at the dog over there. He going over there. Ooh, look at the dog. And we just do that every time we saw a dog. And the owner would be like, 
What the fuck? Just hella confused. But we just thought it was so funny. We just kept doing it. Just harassing people with a dog. And this wasn't just one day bit. This kept going for weeks. We did this for weeks. We're just terrorizing the neighborhood. Our every dog person. Um, yeah. Fun time. Fun time. Uh, finding random things to yell and scream about. What else happened um, this week since we last... Uh... Oh, yeah. The Kiki Palmer and the Usher thing and her baby daddy just... Um... <sighs> you know what? That's black people business. I'm going to leave it for them. I'm going to leave... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna meddle in black people business. Kiki Palmer, Baby Daddy, Usher. That's y'all. Y'all figure it out. Y'all figure. It out. I'm gonna talk about the white equivalent of that. Okay, Jonah Hill and his little his ex. No, I'm just kidding. I'm for sure. I'm for sure talking about Kiki Palmer because I want to get invited to the Rock Nation brunch, and I'm also black. Um, I was born Jamaican. Um, I transitioned. Uh, European because I like croissants and cigarettes so I transitioned when I was four years old I decided you know what maybe this Jamaican thing isn't for me I decided to become uh, autistically French endorphins are just sparking in my brain right now not endorphins dopamine just from this coffee this is the first cup of coffee I had today and guess what it's 3 p.m. Isn't that great? Isn't it great to have your first coffee at like in the afternoon? Because you're like, holy shit. Because usually when you have it in the morning, you're like, okay, I'm going to be good for two hours and then everything is just downhill from here. But since I had it at like three, I know my afternoon is going to be great and my morning was shitty. But, you know, I have the next two hours to look forward to. And guess what? I'm recording the podcast during it. So, I record when I'm in my best mood possible. Um, I'm usually always in a good mood, though. I'm, usually always gonna... I'm getting derailed as fuck. Give a fuck about my mood. Kiki Palmer. Her bitch-ass Kiki Palmer fucking being a thought out here. Wearing a G-string to an award show, whatever the fuck it was. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that was... Um... What was weird about it is um, he just set a clear boundary. He was like, hey... You being a mother and all, the mother to my child, maybe you shouldn't have this thing that's going up your ass and then you just being all over Usher. I don't like Usher. He has herpes. We we know this. <laughs> Several women came forward. He has herpes. That shit don't go away. Why are you so close to him? Also, what's up with your ass cheeks being out? And she was like, you're so insecure. Everybody was like, he's so insecure. He's so insecure. He's not secure in himself. Because he set a boundary. I mean, honestly. Honestly, honestly. What were you thinking impregnating anybody in Hollywood? Don't ever impregnate anybody in Hollywood. Are you insane? Are you insane? They're under the spotlight. They're craving attention all the time. They need it for sustenance. It's oxygen for them. And you uh, decided, hey, that's where, I'm, that's where I want to 
There's this is where I want to grow my offspring. Get an incubator if you need a kid that bad. I've never in my life impregnated anybody in Hollywood. Are you insane? Unless it's Madison Beer. Are you insane? I wouldn't I wouldn't impregnate Madison Beer. I have to get to know her. You can't just jump to such, you know, lengths. Um, anyways. Uh Bices are out. White T-shirt. What am I talking about? Kiki Palmer. Yeah. So that was uh, that was an interesting little situation. And then what what was weird about it is the fact that she came out with merch after. She was like, okay, I'm getting a lot of eyeballs on me right now. And this is just a perfect example of like what Hollywood is. It's like, okay, get attention, get money. Get attention, get money. Get attention, get money. It's literally this just this this very. How do I say this? binary thing this binary goal that just switches like toggles back and forth in hollywood is get attention get money get attention get money get press sell things eyeballs sell things so kiki palmer he, she got press she got attention a lot of blogs are talking about her a lot of instagram pages are posting about her and her drama and she goes money i need to convert these eyeballs to money. I'm selling merch. And she just dropped the shittiest merch with the shittiest designs possible. Like it wasn't even, she didn't even try. Just the cheapest thing you can come up with. And then she goes twerking and dancing, whatever the fuck, with this merch on. And I'm like, this is, she's doing exactly what she should be doing in her business, you know. Um, but I can't, I just can't see anybody going, oh my God, she just dropped merch. I'm buying that. Who's, I literally don't know anybody that mentally. Whenever I do this, I'm trying to find the perfect word for something. I'm like having a feel for it. So mentally just. Mm, what's the sweet word I'm looking for? Mm, I'm tasting it. It's at the tip of my tongue. Um, just mentally, I don't even want to say deprived. Just, mm, just, mm, just you're you're mentally. I feel like that's even that's the perfect expression for it. You're just mentally. If you went. Oh, that merch is hilarious. I'm getting Kiki Palmer's Baby Mama merch because isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how she's having baby daddy problems because he's so insecure about her her, her clothes being up her ass? Isn't it hilarious how insecure he is? I'm getting the merch. Like the pipeline from... The pipeline from my baby daddy hates me to... Here's a shitty t-shirt. Here's a shitty t-shirt. And here's my baby daddy hating me. Here's me dancing in a shitty t-shirt. How did you even draw the connection? The pipeline from here to here to make your audience that only give a fuck about, really, come on, the drama. How do you convert that? 
That's just fascinating, fascinating marketing. How did you even, I doubt anybody bought it. I doubt, but also I have a tendency to underestimate people's stupidity, how dumb people are. I really under, under, underestimate it. Every time I go, people aren't that dumb. People are actually fairly smart and I get proven wrong every time. But I have faith in humanity. I truly have faith in humanity. Every time I go, people aren't stupid. People are fairly smart. We wouldn't have a functioning society unless people were fairly smart. Turns out we don't have a functioning society. We have a limping society. Our society has been shot in the back three times. It's barely getting by. Um, So here we are. Shot in the back in the central nervous system. Paraplegic society, really. Our society is on a wheelchair. Mm, I can't even claim that because Stephen Hawking was on a wheelchair. He was pretty smart. He was pretty smart, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like his wheelchair, personally, I would have put some gold rims on it. But he just, he just, that's not his style. I would have put some gold rims on his wheelchair. If I was him, if I was on a wheelchair, I'd, you know, just get it iced out. You got the, you got the funds. You got the funds. Put some, put some, you know, just ice it out. Ice out the handle, like the little, the little joystick, you know, ice it out. That would have been hard. I would have listened to all his black hole theories. Some gold rims on it. You know, put a a little tiny V8 engine, a V12 engine, just just drift. Just get a just get a wide body kit. <laughs> just get a wide body kit on the on the goddamn motherfucking wheelchair. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a funny. That's funny. I, I still don't know how she made that connection between. You know, the drama and that shitty merch. If I show you guys a picture of Kiki Palmer's merch, let me find it. Because this is crazy. It's crazy ugly, really, what I mean. It's not insane. It's not like, how did you come up with that merch? It's really just, really? This is the first time anyone's ever Googled this, Kiki Palmer merch. I'm, I'm just letting you guys, letting you guys know. Shop Kiki Palmer. I'm a mother. She's selling I'm a mother t-shirt. Just the most basic Etsy fucking design. I'm a in bold letters and then mother in like cursive across the thing. A mug. I'm a mother. Who's buying this? Literally, who's going to the store and going... Oh my God, that'd be so good if I got that. A trucker hat for $27 saying, I'm a mother. I'm a mother ash tea, $30. I'm a mother crew neck, $45. Why? Who's, I want to interview, I want to go like do field research. I want to do field research. I want to go out on the street Find the addresses of the people that ordered these things and literally have a like a sit down talk, like a 45, like a 60 minute interview, really. And just like what? 
what? And <laughs> just what? <laughs> I just sit there. I was like, I have an interview with you. I'm like, okay. Okay, we're going to just get the fucking studio, get like lights and shit, like a camera crew coming in. I just sit there, cross my legs in a suit, pen in my hand, another uh, fucking uh, a little pad, pad in the other, and just sit there and just, what? She goes, what? What? What is it that made you do this? Why did you get this? What went wrong? Where's your father? I don't know. I just don't see anybody buying that. Shitty merch. But yeah, anyways, uh, she promoted that merch by going on our page, wearing it, and just dancing and twerking. And I'm like, that's supposed to make people buy it? How many people did you convince? How many people did you convince? Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. But yeah. Just do field research. Go to door to door. Please let me have an interview with you. Please, 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 please. And just do a, you know, just do a study. Just the average uh, IQ of all those people. People probably got it like ironically. Honestly, there's no way. I would have gotten it ironically, and then I would just call my bank and be like, "I didn't buy this," and they'd be like, "We believe you." We're refunding you the money. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, yeah, but every time men just voice anything on the internet about their ladies, how they don't want them to do a certain thing, it's always met with, you're so insecure. Why are you so insecure? What's wrong with you? Does your mom not love you? Did your dad not teach you how to be a man? You're so insecure. Why are you so insecure? Why are you paranoid? You're paranoid. You're paranoid like you like you grew up in a third world country or some shit. Why are you so insecure? I would I would like my wife who is taking care of uh, my child. To not have her asshole on Instagram. Why are you so insecure? I just feel like her asshole shouldn't be. 3,000 people's lock screen. Kill him. Kill him. Just off him. Kill him. This is insane. Did you hear what he said? He said he didn't want his wife's asshole to be on the internet. How dare he? How fucking dare he? Where'd you, where you get the, the gall, the gall on this guy? But yeah, that basically happened to Jonah Hill as well. I don't know why. It was like text. So Jonah Hill's text. I don't know if they were married. They might have been married. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know. Um, I don't know why she just started posting screenshots of their conversation. Of him just um, saying, hey... I would like for you to not post ass cheeks on Instagram and shit like that. I would appreciate that of you not, you know, being with other men so intimately. But also, she was like a, she was like a, a fucking surfing instructor, instructor, 
So um, he kind of shot himself in the foot there with that. Because that's like her profession. Just being a bathing suit. Um, I guess you can be like in a swimsuit, you know, that covers everything. Um, you know, being a burqa, you know, just surf with a burqa. That that would be impressive. I'll get lessons from that lady. A lady in a burqa surfing. Like how you're maintaining balance with all that garment on you. You got to be good. You got to be good as hell. Say less. I can only see your eyes. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to know to know that you're a good surfing instructor. Just in a burqa and a hijab. A hijab surfing instructor. Come on. Elite. Elite. You cannot surf with that unless you're really good. Um, just got a, just got a message that I'm ignoring because we're doing the podcast. We're very strict and cordial here. Anyways, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Yeah, we out here. Um, but yeah, let me read the text actually, not the text, like the, between the, between Sarah Brady and uh, Jonah Hill, he was like, um, let me let me actually find all the texts because she just and it was like text from 2021, like two year old texts that she just scrolled back to, and was like, look how toxic he has he is. Le camera stop recording, LeBron, le camera, um. <laughs> oh, she posted something now. Okay, okay, we're gonna read. We're gonna read the text. We're going to read the text. I'm just trying to find the good text. The good ones. The good things. So he... he, She posted on her story. She, she captioned it. Fuck it. See the misuse of the term boundaries? But she said... This is what Jonah Hill texted her. He said, Plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundary-less inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit... To post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places, and from your wild recent past, beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership, my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. So he literally said, hey, if these things make you happy, which are boundaries of mine, I wish you luck. It's just not for me. I wish you the best. Like being hella respectful. And she goes, look how he's just invading my boundaries. I'm like, all right. And then he said, um. I've given this some thought and I really understand that you were hurt and upset by your uh, former partner moving on and dating and having your name a part of that. That must suck. Wait. Yeah. Us being cool is really important to me. And in that, I don't want to receive these angry messages. Let's just both chill and remember that we care about each other and have something special and beautiful that we both that we are both thankful for. And then she said, oh my God, I love when you tell me how I feel instead of allowing me to express my own feelings. But I am slightly impressed by the rest of the things you've said in this message. So, okay, cool. We be chill for now. 
And then she sent a voice message. She sent a podcast. I could see this voice was like two minutes. And he goes, I hear you. And if I didn't create good enough ex-friends, I don't know, some bullshit. And then um, he said, we'll do my part to make sure he's clipped from surfing on quiet. He was a hazard in the lineup when I saw you guys out the bay. And the only reason no one said anything to him was because he was with you and you were shredding. There's enough toxic masculinity in the surf culture already. Glad you are free of him so you can keep sharing and elevating women surfing without his bullshit holding you back. I guess this is a friend. And then she said, thank you. That was my original intention is to make sure no one was still calling him into waves because they knew him through me. Haha, <laughs> kind of petty. But he got mad at me that day because I paddled up to the point and he was too scared to follow me. What the fuck? I hate surf culture. What are they even talking about? This is just a mess. Talking my ear off about a whole bunch of nothing. What is this? And then she posted on her search. To the people spewing hate about me, I, re- I request that you unfollow me and keep your judgment, judgmental and disapproval words to yourself. I wish my ex had you. I wish my ex had. You are repeating the same cycle. Please, please just walk away. How are you going to post on social media publicly? You're posting private texts pro- publicly. And then people are going, okay, we're going to give you a public response. And you're like, if you don't agree with me, don't, don't, don't talk to me. Get off my page. Only reply with things that you agree with. That's not how that works. That's not how that works out on the internet if you post it on the internet publicly it belongs to everybody it's our drama now sarah 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 it's like you're my ex now if you see this sarah brady it's like we fucked (laughs) it's like we fucked because you posted it publicly now it's everybody's problem that's how the internet works welcome so i don't know just some bullshit just celebrity bullshit. I really don't even give a fuck about none of these people, to be honest with you. They're just... I don't respect any of them. I don't respect them. <laughs> and, then he, and then he texted, like, her story, by the way, her story is just like dots. Like, you don't even see lines. It's just so many stories back to back. It's literally like 50,000 stories. And it's just dots on the top of the screen. And then he, and then he, he texted her, screenshotting intimate text between us is a huge triggering violation for me i just hate how he's using any his terminology for anything to be honest jonah you come on you pussy it's a huge triggering violation for me really that's that's the words that you choose to go with just be like yo you wildin just go you wallet what are you <laughs> He said, it's a huge triggering violation for me and breach of trust as a friend. As I have explained to you about breaches of trust I've had between trusted friends recently that have caused me trauma. Trauma, you stop with these buzzwords, man. I'm incredibly hurt and feel a lack of safety when I have always trusted you. I'm sorry if a former partner moving on is painful and empathize with that. Empathize with that. But I have done nothing wrong. And if I wasn't a public person, I wouldn't face this kind of violation. And having shared that with you and then watching you be like this today shatters my ability to trust anybody even further. I've always shown you kindness and support. And then she takes that and then she she screenshots it. 
And then he said, I try to uh, try to remain closest a testament to my care and love for you. I am sorry <clears throat> you feel these negative things, Sarah, but I know you don't. They're too untrue and just said with anger, which is fair. I'm glad you feel you get to be your full self and so that is all I could ever want for you. Please take care of yourself and I'm happy to pay for your therapy through the end of the year, even though you'll somehow punish me with that gesture. But I don't care because it's best for you. Be well, Sarah. All I want in life is to be a family person and start a family so that is and will be my immediate goal. I respect that yours is your career and respect it deeply. I hope we both get what we want. Um, huh. Kind of a... <laughs> kind of a... Kind of a asshole. Like a snarky fucking thing to be like... I'm happy to pay for your therapy. I just want you to be well. I'll pay for your therapy because you're a psycho. <laughs> Oh my God! If somebody says to me, "I'll, I'll just in the most demeaning, I'll pay for your therapy because you need it. I'm, I'm here to help you. I'll pay for your therapy. I'll pay for your schizo medication." <laughs> Why did you text all that, bro? Why would you text all that? Just be like, "Yo, what's up with you? You wild? Don't do that. That's it. You cause me trauma." And like, come on, Jonah, what are you doing? You caused me trauma and it deeply hurt me and I can't trust and it's triggering for me that you did this. They're both, they're both just, and then just the most <laughs> demeaning way possible. I'll pay for your therapy. I'll pay for your therapy. I'll pay to get you mentally sane again. <laughs> I mean, fuck her for, you know, just publicly say it, but that's like if somebody said that to me i would not be okay with it. i wouldn't be like oh that's so nice of you please pay because yeah you're right i am crazy like if i'm in a state of i fucking hate you and you're like no you're just crazy i'll pay for your i'll pay for you to get better i'll pay and i'll throw money at the problem until you agree with me <laughs> until we're on the same page yeah, I would have I would have left that out of that text. <laughs> That's the only thing I would have Jonah, I would have left that out of the text. Also the whole triggering and I'm deeply hurt and traumatized. Hey Amen. I get it. I get it. But I also don't. Cause that's not I wouldn't go about things that way. If that was my ex if that was my ex, you know, talking crazy on the internet. I don't be like, I'll pay for your therapy. I'm like, you crazy bitch. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That, those are private texts from three years ago. What are you doing? Are you insane? Clearly. I'm not paying for your therapy. You better scrape together your funds and pay for it yourself. The hell? You need to get help. You're insane. And I'm not helping. But his... <laughs> Oh man. Just imagine getting that text. I'll pay for your therapy. <laughs> Just from a guy that has money. Like if you, if you had a girl that has money, if you're a dude. Just your ex-girlfriend going. And meanwhile, you're not as well off. Your ex-girl or your ex-boyfriend just goes, I'll just, I'll pay for your therapy. Because clearly you need it. 
Medication, I'll pay for it. Adderall, I'll pay for it. You need Xanax, I'll pay for it. Because clearly you need you need every piece of help you can get. And I'll help you stop being crazy. I'll pay for all the all the drugs. I'll pay for the drugs to stop letting you be this way. Any drug that's going to stop you from behaving like this, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for this professional. I'll pay for your therapy. I'll pay for this professional to sit down and talk to you and figure this shit out. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. I s- oh, my God. This shit pissed me the fuck off. I saw this article that just drove me up a fucking wall. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It said, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it because I read like two sentences of it. I literally read two sentences. Of it. I was like, no, 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 no. I can't read anymore. I have to read the whole thing during the podcast. This is podcast material because this was this was the title of the, of the thing. It was MSNBC. Those fucking pussies at MSNBC. Um, this is, this is the title. The far right's obsession with fitness. Let's see. And I think they, they changed the title. They changed the title. They changed it to pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, but that wasn't the original title. Oh, this is the subtitle. No, they kept this actually. They're bold. They're very bold. This is, this is the subtitle. White supremacist latest scheme to valorize violence and hypermasculinity have gone has gone digital. Working out is hypermasculine, apparently. It's it's not masculine, it's hyper. It's too masculine. Physical fitness and violent hypermasculinity have always been central to the far right. What? That's a crazy sent that's a crazy claim to just say. I'm not I'm not paying it no mind. I'm not giving it any validity. That's not based in anything. It appears, uh, okay, this is Cynthia Miller Idris, MSNBC columnist. I hate everybody at that office building. Ken, George Bush, you know what to do. MSNBC building. Um, it appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical mixed martial arts and combat sports spaces. The far right has done that. What are you basing that on? There's just no source. Just this is how I feel. I feel like the far right just does that. Where did you see that? I, no, I just feel it. It's like an it's it's my intuition. I just feel like the far right like dumbbells work out once in your life and you're a nazi initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive positive physical changes initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes <laughs> who gets lured with that like how is that like a oh this is a good bait <laughs> Imagine if pedophiles with white vans just pulled up to the side, like by children's, like, hey, kid, 
I have a bench press in the in the back of my van. <laughs> you think you can? You think you can push two hundred? You think you can bench two hundred? You can't bench two hundred. Let me see. Get in the van. Let's see if you can bench two hundred. I have a bench press in the van. <laughs> to use that as bait is crazy. New recruits are later uh, invited to closed chat groups where far right content is shared. Can you guys hear that bird just? tweaking outside my window i gotta keep the window open because yeah it's very hot wait can you hear that oh now you want to shut up it's getting picked up it's getting picked up on the microphone i don't know if you guys can hear that though um yeah i was like Please pick up on the microphone. Because if it's not picking up on the microphone, I'm schizo. I'm like looking at the bar, like the volume bar, and just go up and down. I was like, please tell me I'm not just hearing shit in my vo- in my head. So that's a that's a good way to see if you're uh, schizophrenic, you know. You just have like a little microphone thing. Measures the bar. And uh, if the green bar starts moving when you hear voices... You're likely not schizophrenic, but if it's not moving and you keep hearing voices and they're getting louder, I have bad news for you. Anyways, um, like I said, new recruits are later invited to closed chat groups where far-right content is shared. Are you in those closed groups? Are you in there? Because how did you get in there? Are you like a field reporter? Did you did you go through this? Earlier this month, uh, researchers reported that... Ne- Researchers reported that a network of online fascist fitness chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extremist ideologies, initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive, positive physical fitness changes. New recruits are later invited to close chat groups where far-right content is shared. It's like, hey, kid. I have some I have some good chest exercises for you. But you need to get in this group chat to find out. Okay? Yeah. You're in the group chat now, huh? Yeah, all that chest shit I was talking about. How you feel? How you feel about this Adolf Hitler article? What kind of that's a crazier pipeline than Kiki Palmer turning her baby daddy issues into merch? Literally, it's a it's a even more far fetched pipeline. Okay, physical fitness has always been central to the far right in Mein Kampf. Oh, this is the first time I'm reading this article, but they're bringing up Mein Kampf and Hitler. This will be interesting. And Mein Kampf, Hitler fixated on boxing and jujitsu. Wait, wait, wait! Hitler was <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I like some of the railroads that Hitler built. What the fuck does he know about jiu-jitsu? <laughs> That's a crazy sentence. Hey, man, fuck it, we ball. Um, I don't like Hitler. Chill out. Hey, you guys want some physical fitness tips? Hey, if you got biceps, you're a Nazi. This is a, a big bicep is the equivalent of a swastika. Um, and Michael Hitler fixated on boxing and jiu-jitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccably trained bodies combined with fanatical love of the fatherland 
would do more for the German nation than any mediocre tactical weapons training. That's it. That's the article. Literally everything else is just ads. What the fuck did I just read? Continue reading. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, hold on. There's so much more. Great. I was disappointed a little bit. I was like, where is this? But there was like a read more button. Okay, okay. We got we got some fun times ahead of us. <laughs> I was like, that's where you stop? That would be a safe place to just stop the article. <laughs> hey, Hitler talked about this, about boxing. What the fuck does... People cannot work out anymore. People cannot hit the gym and be like, yo, I'm seeing progress in the gym. Did you know that Hitler believed that boxing and jujitsu? <laughs> what are you saying? In more modern times, far-right groups have launched mixed martial arts and boxing gyms in Ukraine, Canada, and France, among other places, focused on training far-right nationalists and violent hand-to-hand -hand combat and street fighting techniques this is the i hate how it's written like it's so vague and it's like this can be any and anybody there's no concrete examples of anything there's just far-right groups have launched mixed martial arts and boxing gyms in ukraine canada and france among other places focused on training far-right nationalists and violent hand-to-hand -hand combat and street fighting techniques it's caught the attention of intelligence authorities, especially in Europe, where various reports have noted the role of combat sports and MMA in radicalizing and promoting far-right violence. A series of collaborative efforts between governments, national sports associations, and local gyms in places such as Germany, Poland, and the United Kingdom have introduced intervention and prevention program. Like, what do you do? You just walk in there and go, hey, you can't, you can't train. You can't work out. That's the most fascist shit I've ever heard. Were you just gonna walk in a box and hey, you can't you can't throw punches. You cannot don't how dare you? The intersection of extremism and fitness leads into a shared obsession with the male body training, masculinity, testosterone, strength, and competition. Obsession what <laughs> you cannot train. Like what what the fuck is going on? The U.S. is comparatively far behind, which uh, will only become more and more problematic, especially since the phenomenon has grown in the country, building on the established fight club culture of MMA far-right extremists. Like, you keep saying far-right, but, like, where are the far-right ideologies and training? There is no, like, the leader of a Maryland skinhead group, for example, once ran a gym. Again, the vagueness... There was one skinhead group once ran a gym recru to recruit and train white supremacists in mixed martial arts. Four members or associates of the racist, violent, rise above movement, RAM, the self-described permanent MMA club of the alt-right, pled guilty to conspiracy to riot after the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, an online propagandist for that now defunct group was spotted among protesters on January 6th last year when members of the white supremacist group Patriot Front marched in Washington DC in December 2021 they were accompanied by a new media outlet created by Rams founder Robert Rondo that's a hard name Robert Rondo Rondo Quando Rondo 
He's from Chicago. He's actually black. <laughs> Who is working on uh, to create a network of far-right MMA active clubs in the U.S. and abroad? Where are you getting this information? Who told you this? Who told you Robert Rondo, a black man, is working to create a... <laughs> To create a network of far-right MMA active clubs in the U.S. and abroad. Like, they're they're actively expanding. And you're keeping tabs on all the places that they're... Man, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, the in intersection of extremism and fitness leans into a shared obsession with the male body. Training masculinity, testosterone, strength, and competition. It's an obsession with the male body. Isn't that what gays do? Isn't that what isn't isn't that gay people? Isn't that what gay people do? <laughs> I feel like that's a gay thing. You should look into them. An obsession into the male body. I know a group that you're not gonna want to prosecute for that. <laughs> I knew I know a group of LGBTQ people that you wouldn't fault for that. <laughs> Oh, man. Physical fitness training, especially in combat sports, appeals to the far right for many reasons. Fighters are trained to accept significant physical pain to be warriors and to embrace messaging around solidarity, heroism, and brotherhood. Solidarity, heroism, and brotherhood is uh, a bad thing. It's literally what built the fucking country. Literally, what's this, that's what built the country, not Nazism. So I think Nazism... But, yeah, brotherhood and uh, solidarity, you know, people going to war for something that they believe in literally built the nation, the very nation that you're uh, typing this from. It's championed as a tool to help fight the coming race war. What? Who's literally nobody? Only people that talk about race war is jestfully as a joke is black Twitter. Always talking about the draft for the race war. Just fucking around. Those are the only people talking about a race war. As a joke. The coming... Who's talking about a coming race war? There's like a, there's like four lunatics. There's like four lunatics that there's like... These guys? They're opening clubs all over America. And they're training bald white guys to fight in the coming race war. Like, it's such a long shot. <laughs> this article is such a reach. It's crazy. Recruits are encouraged to link individual moral virtues such as willpower, 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 decisiveness, and courage, which with desired collective traits such as virility and manliness. Recruits are encouraged to link individual moral Virtues such as willpower, will I keep saying willpower, willpower, decisiveness, and courage. You better not have decisiveness. You better not be courageous. And you better not be decisive. Those are all far right things. Those are all far right virtues. And manliness is a far right virtue. I guess it's just a women versus men thing in that case. This also works in reverse with white supremacists uh, encouraging potential recruits or activists to stay in good physical shape as a way of managing self-presentation to the public. They 
the white supremacists encourage potential recruits or activists to stay in good physical shape. They're promoting good health. You might want to be a Nazi in that case because the other side is not doing it. Yeah, they're promoting good physical. That's your argument? That's an argument that you're making? They're promoting good physical health. They're promoting willpower. They're they're promoting courage and decisiveness. Is this an argument for or against? Because you're making it very tempting to join these clubs. This is an article for or against Nazis. Look at all these good qualities they're training. Don't why would you say this? You're working against it. You're shooting yourself in the foot. The neo-Nazi blogger Andrew Anglin advised his followers that fat people should be required to commit to losing weight if they are to stay involved with groups or in-person gatherings, noting that continued obesity should not be tolerated. Stop promoting them. You're helping them. Hey, they're making sure they're keeping tabs on us. They're making sure that we're in good physical shape. They're making sure that we're healthy and strong. And that we can take care of ourselves. They're making people fit. They're making people live longer. Healthier and stronger. And they're neo-Nazis. What are you doing? You're promoting them. You're helping them if they exist. If they exist, you're helping them. Do you understand what you're doing right now? How is this got to be ironic? No, no, no. This got to be. This got to be a bit. This got to be a bit. Am I? Did I get got? Fuck! Did I get got? There's no way. I'm so bad if I get got. If I got got. Um. Oh shit! We got like. We got like. One minute left. Before the camera shuts off. Uh, we're seeing extremist uh, fight culture being combined with an ex- ex- entertainment culture that already valorizes violent and hypermasculinity, um, and it just goes on about this. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of these people. Um, yeah, it was an interesting episode, though, guys. Uh, the camera's about to shut off. I really, I really need to get a new camera. Um, but yeah, they what? What's up with them? Why would you do this? Why would you say any of this? You shouldn't have typed this. Um, guys. Guys. Um, I might continue talking about this on the Patreon episode, but we have to switch over now. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. This has been an interesting episode. Uh, excuse the abrupt finish of it, but the camera's about to shut off. But thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, if you guys are signed up to the Patreon, see you there. I'm going to keep talking shit. Perhaps read the rest of the article, but I'm fucking so over it. Uh, But we'll see. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out.